thank you, Lord, this morning. We thank you for your presence. We believe that you are the Lord of lords and the King of kings. We love you, Lord. Father, this morning, when there is unbelief in this room, Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit will work in their heart so they can experience your love, Father. We thank you so much for your love. We thank you for your generosity in our life as we listen to your word this morning. Father, give us peace and joy so that we can listen to your word and we can understand your word and apply it into our life. We thank you so much for your love. We exalt you. We worship you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Please be seated. This afternoon or this morning, I give the title, If God is for us, who can be against us? That is, I took it from Romans chapter 8, verse 21. So now we continue with this David and Samuel, uh, David and Saul's story from 1 Samuel chapter 18, five, verse 5 to 30. This story is after David killed Goliath. The tension between Saul and David begins after David had victory over Goliath. And Saul was... Saul was the rejected king. His attitude is jealousy, anger, hostility, fear, and manipulation. We compare today Saul's attitude and David's attitude. So at one time, Saul loved David. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 21. Saul liked David very much because when the evil spirit was sent to Saul, Saul was... Uh, depressed and David helped Saul to calm down with while uh, David was playing the musical instrument. So that's why Saul loved David. But Saul's attitude changed into jealousy and hatred. When David killed Goliath, it was a great victory for Philistine. When Saul disobeyed God, God allowed Philistine to uh, oppress uh, Israel again. And, when, and because David killed Goliath, the army of Israel had killed many thousands of the Philistines. And it was a great victory for Israel. Now we look at the verse 6 to 9. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 6 to 9. When David returned from the fight with Goliath, it was a great victory, and the people were celebrating, especially the women. They came out, they dancing, they, they were dancing, they were uh, celebrating, and they were singing. Verse 6, when the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine, the women came out from all the towns of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing and joyful song and with timbre and lyres. And they danced, they sang, Saul has slain his thousand, and David his tens of thousand. Verse 8, 
Saul was very angry. This refrain displeased him greatly. They have credited David with ten of thousands, he thought, but me with only thousands. What more can he get but the kingdom? Verse 9. And from that time on, Saul kept a close eye on David. So we, if we understand the Hebrew poetry, it was normal. In the first line, they give a, uh, a number, and the second line, they give a more greater number. So increasing 10,000 to 10 of 1,000. 1,000 to 10 of 1,000. So that is normal. And that means Saul and David king killed their 1,000 and 10,000 Philistines. But Saul took it literally. And he was jealous of David and started keeping an eye on David. Saul was angry when the people praised David more than him. Why? Because he was possessive with the kingdom. Saul was very obsessed with and very possessive of the kingdom. The kingdom, the Israel, was God's kingdom. And God chose Saul and placed him as a king uh, for Israel. And Saul became so possessive with the kingdom. Even though God uh, announced through Samuel that the kingdom was taken from David, uh, from Saul and given to David after God's own heart. And God had rejected Saul. But Saul was afraid to lose the kingdom because he was so obsessed with people's praise and with the kingdom. Saul treasured the kingdom and people's praise in his heart. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, Jesus said, Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. When, Saul, when the people praised David, Saul felt threatened. He was afraid to lose the kingdom because he was very possessive with the kingdom. And that's why he responded with anger. If we don't have a right relationship with God, and we can't recognize that everything we have or we do comes from God, so we focus on everything we have, and we, we become very possessive. When we think we need to protect what we have, we become angry if we felt someone was a potential threat for us. My granddaughter, Faith, she is three years old. Of course, she is three years old, and he said, that's mine, this mine, everything is mine. And Saul, as a king, she said, the kingdom is mine, because he was so obsessed with the kingdom. Now we come to verse 10 to it and 11. The next day, an, an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the lyre, as he usually did. Saul had a spear in his hand, and he hurled it 
said, saying to himself, I'll pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. You see, it took only short time, 24 hours, to go from possessive, jealous, angry, and attempting murder. It's very short time. Verse 12. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David and had departed from Saul. For Samuel chapter 16, verse 14, it is the first time mentioned that evil spirit come from the Lord upon Saul. Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented Saul. This is the first time mentioned uh, in the Bible. So God showed his rejection towards Saul by sending an evil spirit to him. Revealing that he left Saul and he was with David. That means the evil spirit. So this reality caused a radical fear, jealousy, and hatred in Saul. We can create our own kingdom in our life. Through anything we do or we have, that makes us proud. Now my question is, what makes you proud in your life? Is that your business that makes you proud? Your position, your wealth, your body, or your beauty, your ministry, or your family. If you're proud of your business, you will feel threatened if God take it away. And it causes you pain. We can't see what we have as a blessing of the Lord if we don't have a right relationship with God. God gives and he can take it away. Job verse 21, uh, chapter 1, verse 21, naked Job say, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Some people so possessive with their body and they try to work out their body like every day of the week. So obsessive and possessive with their body. If we are so possessive with what we have and what we do, we will miss God's purpose in our life. Saul, number two, Saul compared himself with David. When we look at Saul, Saul was an old king. David was a teenager. At the time, only, uh, David only 19 or 20 years old. He, is a, he was a teenage boy. And how come a king jealous to a teenage boy? Saul compared himself with a teenage boy because Saul treasured the kingdom and the people praise in his heart. He couldn't accept that people praise David more than praise him. Jealousy not only prevents us from rejoicing other people's success, but it also still the joy of our own success. It's hard to count 
on your own blessing if we, we are busy to con other people's blessing. Theodore Roosevelt, the 26th president of the United States, he said, comparison is the thief of joy. While Jonathan, Jonathan was around 27 years older than David. Jonathan could be David's father, but Jonathan loved David, and Jonathan support, support David, but Saul hit David. Galatians uh, 6, chapter 6, verse 4. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. God wants us to take joy in what he is doing in our life. Do not compare yourself with other people. Then Saul planned to kill David. Saul threw a spear to David, and Saul put David into the front lines of the war. Saul attempted to give his elder daughter Mirab to David so that David got killed by the Philistine. Saul gave his daughter Michal to David so that David would die. This is all uh, uh, David's Saul planned to kill David. Saul's family was against, and in chapter 19, we will see three other attempts to kill, uh, uh, the uh, of Saul's attempt to kill David, but none worked. Saul's family, Jonathan loved David, Mirab loved David, the people of Israel loved David, only Saul hit David. Saul was not only jealous of David, he was afraid of him. Chapter uh, first, first twelve. Uh, David was so successful, and Saul was afraid of David. Uh, first fifteen. Saul saw David was successful. Uh, that is first fifteen. Saul, Saul saw David was successful. He was afraid of uh, David. First 12, Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David. Now verse 28, when Saul realized that the Lord was with David and love and Michal loved David, he was more afraid of David. And Saul remained David's enemy for the rest of his life. When we look, I don't know whether you uh, watch at the Facebook. I like to watch. There is a little family uh, in the mountain of Nepal. That is a small village on the mountain. They were so primitive. They are so primitive, and they cook from the vegetable around the mountain, and they cook with the wood fire. They are so primitive that they look happy and content with their life. Compared to us who live in the city, we have multimedia, we have everything on the news, and we try to compare our life with other people's life. And we become, and we become so possessive with what we have and what we do. 
and we want we afraid to lose what we have and what we do, so that we feel anxious, worry, and depressed because we compare our life with other people's life, and we want to have other people's life, and we think that is better than us. Now we come to David. David, the future king, and the Bible say, a man after God's own heart. We uh, read uh, the first, and before I continue, please don't con compare yourself with other people, even with your brother or your sister. Just enjoy God's blessing in your life. And if you are a parent, don't compare your children with one another. David, the future king, a man after God's own heart. We look at verse 5 and verse 30, the beginning and the last verses. Whatever mission Saul sent him on, David was so successful that Saul gave him a herring in the army, displeased all the troops and Saul officers as well. David was so successful. In New King James Version, verse 5, so David went out wherever Saul sent him, and David behaved wisely. Successful was translated as behave wisely. David was promoted, and his success grew and grew because of the Lord. And the woman, the people of Israel, all Israel, loved David. Verse 30, the Philistine commander continued to go, go out to battle, and as often as they did, David met with more success than the rest of Saul's officers, and his name became well known. In New King James Version, David behaved more wisely than all the servants of Saul, successful or behaved wisely because of the Lord. David, when we look at David's success, in the scripture, in the first Samuel chapter 18, it is written three times, David was successful. And it is written also three times that the Lord was with David. First, uh, David's success, first five, David was so successful. First 14, Saul was afraid of David because David was so successful. And then come verse 15, David, David, when Saul saw David was so successful, he was afraid of him. Three times. David was so successful. And then uh, we come, uh, David was not simple, simply a, uh, an army or a fighter, but he, he was successful because of the Lord. And it is written three times, the Lord was with David. First 12, Saul was afraid of David because David, the Lord was with David and had departed from Saul. First 14, he had a great success because the Lord was with him. That is the second time. The third time, when Saul realized that the Lord was with David and his daughter Michal loved David, he was more 
afraid of David. David's success because the Lord was with him. Now we look at uh, David's background. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 13, it says, Since David was anointed by Samuel, from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. David's victory, that is a big news for the Israel when David killed Goliath. And it made him very popular and people praise him. Even the woman, they praise David. When the people praise David, that makes Saul angry, but it did not affect David. Why? David was a shepherd. He used to shepherd his father's sheep. Only two or three sheep, not much. And in the shepherd field, David climbed to learn God, to know about God. He trusted God for his protection and deliverance during the uh, uh, during uh, during when he was shepherding his sheep. When he have to fight have to fight the wild animal, David came to knew to know the Lord in the shepherd field, because only the Lord can help him to fight the wild animal. And because he learned to know God, David was very content and happy in the shepherd field while he shepherding his father's sheep with no fame, no popularity, and no praise at all. When he fought, when he killed the wild animal, the sheep would, would not dance or sing to praise David in the shepherd field. And now, David, his brother, looked down on him, and his own father forget him. But in the shepherd field, David set his heart right to the Lord, and he loved the Lord. He set his mind to, I love the Lord. I'm doing everything for the Lord. And my reward come from the Lord. This is the key of David's success. I'm doing it for the Lord. I love the Lord. And my reward come from the Lord only. So when press and popularity came, he didn't let them dominate his mind and his heart. He won't change his opinion about himself and about God. He kept the heart and mind of a shepherd even in the season of a great success. This is the key of uh, David's success. Praise, fame, popularity, wealth are the test to show what and who we treasure, who the treasure of our heart is. 
David valued himself low. Who am I? He said, who am I? And what is my family and my clan of Israel, in Israel, that I should become the king's son-in-law? He asked the uh, uh, sole officer, David valued himself low. But God made him highly valued. So, there is uh, some point of the David. I want to show you David's success. The Lord was committed with David and sent evil spirit to Saul. The, Lord say, uh, the people sang and rejoiced with David and the people loved David. Jonathan and Michal committed to David through friendship and marriage. Saul threw a spear twice to David, but David was successful to escape. Saul sent David to front line, but God promoted David. When Saul discovered his second daughter, Michal loved David, he came out with a, a plot uh, to challenge David. Saul wanted 100 Philistine foreskin. That means David had to kill 100 uncircumcised Philistine. But indeed, Saul, David gave Saul 200 foreskin before the timeline expired. And at the end, David married to uh, Michal. David, and David became Saul's son-in-law. David continued to fight the Lord's battle, and the Lord continued to give him more and more success. And he became well-known in the Israel. Saul said in Psalm 141, verse 8 to 9, But my eyes are fixed on you, sovereign Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not give me over to death. Keep, my, keep me safe from the traps set by evildoers, from the snares they have fled for me. Saul tried to, kill, uh, to get as David killed. David gained promotion. And during that time, David gained the military experience that he would need when he became the next thing, next, uh, the next king. One day, Jonathan, Saul's, uh, uh, David's best friend, he take off the garment and his armor and give it to David. It seemed Jonathan knew that one day David would be the next king, replace him as the king. This is David's success and God's protection. So David treasured God in his heart. That's why he was content and happy and did not compare himself with Saul. David remained faithful to his king and he never saw Saul as his enemy. David didn't take God's blessing as granted, for granted. He trusted God's sovereignty and looked to God for protection and deliverance. God's choice of David and David's choice of God made him successful. Now this story should be, become our inspiration. If God is with us, if God is with me, 
I will be successful. Who is against me? My conclusion. When the Israel rejected Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 7, God said to Samuel, they did not reject you, but they rejected me, God said. And then God chose Saul to be the king. When Saul uh, disobeyed God, God allowed the Philistine to oppress Israel again. And God thought until uh, David killed Goliath, God taught Israel that he is the one and the only God who can protect and deliver Israel from their enemy. Do you believe that our God is the only God who can protect us and deliver us from everything, from every difficulty we face? David was in exile for 10 years. The Lord not only made Saul plots fail repeatedly, but he used Saul's hostility to mature David and made him into a man of courage and faith. Saul was, regarding, Saul was guarding his throne. David was being prepared to, for his throne. So if we have difficulty today, we learn from David. David loved God. He got the problem. If we love God and we have difficulty, we know that God will mature us for his purpose in our life. So from the story of David and Saul, we understand there is not possible to take the neutral stance toward the Lord Jesus Christ whether we love him or we hate him, whether the people love David or hate David like Saul. When we come to Jesus Christ, there is no neutral stand. We love him or we hate him. Lastly, let us step into 2023 with the joy and faith. And if God is for us, who can be against us. Let God be the first treasure of your heart and let your family come second after God. Uh, uh, after God. Let treasure God and treasure your family. If you are married, love your family. Treasure your family. God bless you. Now, let us pray. Father, we want to love you. We want to treasure you into our heart. We want to have a right relationship with you so that we won't jealous or compare our life with other people's life. And we can feel and experience the content of our life and help happiness in our life because of you. If you are with us, who can come against us? Father, this morning, I pray that every one of us experience your love in our life. 
and we treasure our family. We love our family. We thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <laughs>